Hello everybody, and welcome to the final Halloween 2023 episode of Gateway to Cinema. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today as always by Aaron. Woo! Boy, there's some ghosts in them hills. Han. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to go with that. I thought you were just going to say, we are still here. Uh, no. Oh boy, uh, we are still here, Han. No, that's the name of the movie, though. That is the name of the movie. And that's the movie we watched. It just it would have fit, but it also, you've never done just the just the title of the movie, so. True. Unless it's like a really, if it would fit really well. I'm but saying, I, we are still here. would kind of. Not good enough. Not good enough. Okay. A little uh, 2015 joint, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit of haunted house, a little movie. Right. Um, why did I put it on the list? Because of course this is the show where we take the. I had a list of a hundred movies for Aaron to watch that he's never seen because he had a list of a hundred movies for me to watch that I've never seen, and I said, uh, uh, uh. You didn't say the magic word, <laughs> and the magic word is. You're watching a hundred of these movies. <laughs> mm. So now that you've said it, we're good. Um, yeah, so I put it on the list. This was one that I watched for one of the earliest uh, 31 Days of Halloween. I believe 2016 it would have been. Okay. Um, I can actually I can research that. But anyway, um, I did it for 31 Days of Halloween. Watched it. Enjoyed it from what I remember. 2017. And, um, 2017. Okay. Wow, Scream is so low on this. Oh, no, that's not the ranked one. Okay, I was going to say, that should change. There's Scream. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm like, something's not right. <laughs> also, that should change anyway, too. But, you know. <laughs> um, and, wow, I put it fairly low on my list of yeah, ranked. To be fair, I did not watch a ton that year, right? What did Eight, I get to? 18 total 18. I probably skipped all the ones that I'm like, this is going to be garbage. Was that the surgery year? 2017. Yeah, it would have been right around there. Mm, maybe. It would have been right around there. Um, but anyway. So, yeah. I watched it. I remembered enjoying it, f f like, fine enough. And uh, it was one that... It was a horror movie that Aaron hadn't seen, which is like, oh, yeah. It was a wild one. You don't get those very often. I mean, we've had four. So, you but... add it to the list. <laughs> well, four in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah. So, uh, Aaron, yes. what did you know going in? What did you think? I, I definitely, it definitely was one where uh, I had heard about this movie when it was coming out. Um, I don't think I ever, I, I might have seen a trailer for it. Um, I knew it got very critically acclaimed, and this was 2015. This was around the time I was like trying to expand my movie taste more and like see more obscure films. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely, this was one that piqued my curiosity. I heard good things about it. I wanted to watch it. Um, I never got to it, though. I never ended up actually seeing it. Um, and I don't... I, I didn't know, like, anything it was about at all. Um, I just... It was just that era where I was like, you know, an indie movie gets certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, sure, I'll check it out. Uh, give, it a, give it a good old watch. I always... it's In the years since, I've always gotten it confused with... Um, I saw the devil. I think is the name of it. Okay, okay. Which I also have not seen, but I think it's just because like the 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 posters both have like the the titles kind of like st staggered the same way. Right. Okay. You know? Okay. That's and fair. I think that's just kind of what confused me all these years. Is I just I see those uh, titles. And I'm like, yeah, those are the same uh, 
This is a movie. Ooh, this is very close to the most popular movie on Letterboxd that we had watched this year. It's weirdly close to Apollo 18. Apollo 18 is the most popular? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of the four we watched? Or? Yeah, what did we watch? Dark Skies and Apollo 18 and here. Last we... broadcast. It's definitely not last broadcast. Are you going just by like watch I mean, count? Watch, watch count, yeah, yeah. On Letterboxd. Let's see. Dark Skies was... Okay, never mind. Uh, Dark Skies was the most watched. That's insane to me. That's another movie that just feels like nobody ever remembers it. Whereas this one, I feel like... It's not that you, I still hear much about it, but I like you said, I heard so much about it when it came out. And when I was scouring the uh, horror, low, lesser known like indie horror movies, um, this was always at the top of the list mm-hmm. for like years. And even like years after, when I'm like, let me look up some new ones. This was always on there. I'm like, I've already seen that one. Can't be. It can't be lesser seen if it's being seen by mean. Oh, Mister Bean. <laughs> you made it worse. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, if, are you speaking to Mister Bean in that scenario, or are is the me? It's me, Mister Bean. If you have to ask, you don't know. So, uh, what'd you think? It was certainly an interesting movie. Uh, it captured my attention the whole time, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even really know what to think of it. It was definitely not what I was expecting it to be. I'll tell you this much. I've already seen this movie, completely forgot how it ends. And that's, like, the most memorable part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... I, like, kind of remembered parts of it. Like, once... This was... It's one of those weird things where, like, as you... I, as I'm booting it up, don't remember a single thing. First frame of the movie starts. I'm like, they got, like, a dead son, right? <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, how did I pull that? And it was true. So, it's just weird that, like, one frame and you're like, okay, I kind of remember some more of this. Um, and I will always remember the guy who plays their friend. Because he just looks... So unique. He's the guy with like the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just got like such a unique look to him. I, I suppose, yeah. He's uh he's directed some stuff. He directed uh, an ABCs of Death segment. Alright. Uh, Do we know I which one? I well now we need to know. Um but he was also in session nine as well. Okay. Um, he's also in Killers of the Flower Moon, apparently. So interested. We gotta see that. And you're next. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're next, of course. I remember him in that movie now. Um, but yeah, so... This We Are What We Are movie, that also is one I get it confused with all the time. See, that looks like um, the one with... Uh, what's her name? Directed Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. That, isn't she, she has like a stepsister or something? In, in this movie? Yeah. That's not The Elizabeth poster Banks. looks like... No, the poster looks like that poster. What movie are you thinking I have of? no idea. <laughs> is it with Elizabeth Banks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Elizabeth Banks is in it. This is really good content. <laughs> is, is, do you think there's like a letterbox list of like copied posters? Uh, um, it's going to show up. Like there is one, but like do you think it will show up? I. It's probably not even that close, but my mind is just telling me that that's... I mean, are you thinking of the one with like the the twin girls and yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Not the Korean one though, right? The, like the American re- is right. that the one you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what the American version was. I called. also don't was even Elizabeth see- Banks in that. Maybe she's not. I don't dude. think she was <laughs> because I'm not seeing her here on the list. 
<laughs> you didn't see that movie on here. Why did you think it was? Oh Rose yeah, no, it's the Uninvited, right? Yeah, is that what it is. Yeah, yeah, she's in that. She is in that. She's the mom, I think. Yeah, looks yeah. She like would have been too old to be the child. The I time, don't know right? what year it came out. Oh, that poster literally looks nothing like it. So but I'm like, gonna... look up the look up like the original poster because it does look like that. This is okay. great content because I can't see any of these posters. This so. is where this is. <laughs> Like, this is a really visual medium <laughs> we're really spitting out here. Uh, poster. Okay. <laughs> Everyone needs to take a peek at this because I, you know, maybe someone else is having the same. It doesn't look like that. It. Oh, it, it, unless it's this one? No, it just doesn't look like that. It's just all that one poster. I, I've lied to everyone. The yeah, there's no one. That's it. That's the one. I've lied to everyone. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So you uh, you still don't really know what to think about it. I, I don't know what to think about it. I, I just, uh, even at, by the end, I still don't know what vibe it was going for, you know? Like, uh... <sighs> I think it's going for like it, it. It's definitely mimicking like uh, like seventies, eighties kind of mm-hmm. satanic panic like horror thing. Now there's a movie. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But it's just I it, like the the acting is one of those things where you can tell like they're trying to do like some kind of they're particular style. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure what style it was trying to be and why it was trying to be that style Mm -hmm. like i enjoyed it it was like interesting to watch but it was very confusing because i didn't know what they were going for (laughs) yeah it's definitely a unique vibe um as far as that goes um you know it's definitely going for i think i might be wrong Mm-hmm. I think it's going for a little bit more of, like, the uh, the comedy horror route. There are some funny moments. And especially once you get to the end, I'm like, there's no way you can, like, take it seriously what it's going for at that point. Um, gosh, we'll get to it in spoilers. Um, I don't know. I It's it's a very confounding movie. It is. <laughs> it I, is. I do like, though, I think, uh, you know, I, I like the... Uh, Whatever they are, the demon, burnt demon creature yes. things that inhabit the house, I think those look really cool, and they get some good scenes out of those. Um, I love how much gore they go for in that uh, that ending scene in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it looks like it's all practical effects, so yes. that's always fun. Um, it looks good. It's, even if, you know, some of the situations are a little bit goofier or sillier, it looks good. Like, there's not the CGI garbage where you're like, which I've noticed more and more. I just hate the CGI blood stuff. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, just just use corn syrup or something. I understand that you get one shot at it, and then you've got to, like, wash the clothes or have a different set of clothes, and then you get like, all right, well, we got to try it again. But it just looks better. It just looks better. <laughs> like, it's just nuts to me that everything is going with the CGI blood now. Yeah. And I understand it's cheaper, but at what cost? You know? That's a little joke, because it's a uh, cheap joke. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> How much candy did you eat this no time? No candy. I had a, <laughs> a lovely bowl of vegetables and noodles for dinner. <laughs> 
that's all you need to counterbalance uh, all the candy you eat. Uh, yes. One yeah, bowl yeah. of uh, noodles and vegetables a week, and uh, you're healthy. It's needed. I got a giant bag of Skittles today for Halloween, so uh, I'm going to crack into that. Mm, uh, sounds, that won't be great. But, sounds uh, delicious. It's a big bag. It was like the three-pound bag, but like the pricing made sense. So well, it's like, I'm going to, I will eat it, not in one sitting, but... Skittles have the built-in, like... You can't eat too many because your jaw starts to hurt. True. And then you're like, hey, that's like, that's portion control built into the snack. That was just smart on their part. Right. <laughs> um. So what would you give this for a star rating? Do you even have a, a thought on that yet? We just watched it, so it's. So I feel fresh. like I feel like I would end up giving it three, mm, just because mm-hmm. I I enjoyed the vibe well enough mm-hmm. to uh, be entertained by it the whole time, but I also am uh, like I, you know I I don't really know what the the vibe was aiming for. And I don't really know what the plot exactly was. I just I just know it was it was entertaining. <laughs> it was a good vibe. I would go. I, I I really am curious what I thought about it when I first watched it, but you didn't um, write a review. No, but I I wrote. I'm sure I wrote something on Twitter, so I'll have to look for that. I would say we are still here. looking at a heavy three or a light three and a half. Okay, it's right in between for me. Sure. Like I think there is enough to really enjoy, and I think rewatching it. Because, like I said, I didn't really remember anything about it. I think rewatching it will cement at least the finale and, like, some of the, like, more practical effects stuff. is like, that's really well done practical effects on what I have to imagine was a much lower budget than you'd normally get. It has a very... You know the movies that come out of, like, South by Southwest and, like, Fantastic Fest... It's very much that vibe. Did that? Did this not? Come I imagine out of one it did. Of those? Okay. I imagine it did. But it, like, there was just a certain vibe of all those movies mm-hmm. for about like five years, where they were all this kind of vibe. And so, if you you're down with that vibe, watch it. You're gonna love it. Um, but it is a very specific vibe. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, if you if you want to hear about spoilers. You've never seen the movie. You just don't care. You just want to be like, well, just tell me what's going on with it. What's in the house? What is in the house? What's in the house? What is in the house? Do we know? That was a weird coincidence. They definitely could not hear that, but that was weird. Just like a knock in the side in the corner. There's something in this house. Oh, no. This is an apartment. (laughs) Find a different unit to haunt. An apartment (laughs) is just a house of many houses. (laughs) I thought you were going to say lies. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk about spoilers now. Aaron, is there any place you would like to start? The thing, the the part that I keep thinking of, the part mm-hmm. that I will continue to think of every time I think of this movie, is when the dude swallows the socks. Yes. <laughs> Wild. Which is just Wild such a weird scene. thing to, if you don't have any context for what that means, it's like, I, I you probably wouldn't know how it fits into the movie. I don't know how it does fit into the movie, but it's such a, such a wild moment. It's definitely the most memorable bit to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's wild. <laughs> It's definitely wild. It's just so unexpected. Like I think I don't I can't think of another movie I've seen that in. No. 
And it's they they show the whole thing. He goes wacko just, on those socks. He's, he's mowing down. He's hungry. <laughs> he just wants a little sock. That scene in particular, I think, is what pushes me a little bit closer to like a three and a half. Because that is a legitimately great stomach dropping moment. Because they're like the whole time they're like I don't know we're gonna do a seance and they're doing this whole thing and yeah. he's in the middle of his sentence switches completely to that like rotting and peel the flesh off his bones and it's a wild moment it's yeah. so good and I didn't remember it at all and like seeing it again this time I'm like this is awesome like that's a great moment yeah I was gonna mention the same thing uh, building off of the socks but is yeah that uh, that seance scene that is that just starts good uh, yeah. Yeah, like that. From that point on, is when I'm like, I really vibe with this movie. Like beforehand, you're like, there's some interesting stuff going on. I'm enjoying it for the most part, but that is when it's like, okay, this things are ratcheting up. There's a good, good in quotes energy for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, no, that's a great scene. Great scene, and that dude's just great. <laughs> Dude, like that's the thing. Yeah, the that dude's really guy good. Guy. Mustache he's, he's guy is killing it. He's out here. He's uh. He's directing in a thing in ABC's A Death too. I'll look it up. Don't worry. Anywhere else you'd like to go with this? I uh, I'm just I'm, I. So do you understand what the plot of this movie is? Like, like are you able you to are you like able to illuminate me on like what exactly is happening? Like they have like the family moves into the house. Mm-hmm. They recently lost their son. Yes. They they notice there's a ghost in the house. Okay. I think it might be their son, mm-hmm. but instead it's like these demon things. Well, I think okay. So like, I don't I don't understand. The, the son lore, is I in guess. the house. Yeah, yeah. Because she brought him with them. But there's also other things that were so, already. From what I understand, and again, I've seen this movie twice. <laughs> like I get, I enjoyed this. I gave this three stars. Yeah. But please help me piece together what actually happened. So. When they built the house, right. they disrupted something that had been living on that land. They never mentioned what it is, but they said there is some evil in the land. It killed the, the Ragnar family. Magnar family, maybe? The first family that they're like, oh yeah, the family ran out of town or whatever. Um, they, Dagmar? The, that Dagmar, yeah. The presence kills that family and then kills a different family every 30 years is what it is but then the dagmars for whatever reason stuck around because they're like this is my house damn it like that kind of vibe so there's multiple hauntings at once okay I feel like I have to rewatch it just to, I, to be honest, I was kind of falling asleep at the start. I did say I was entertained the whole <laughs> whoa, time, but whoa. I was falling asleep at the start. It was not the fault of the movie. I was just very tired. <laughs> okay, so he directed, and we're yeah. back to ABC's A Death Part 2. Yeah. He directed uh, the Nexus one, which is the one with um, the Frankenstein and Frankenstein's Bride. You're not that does that not one? sound familiar, no. Where they're, like, trying to get to each other, and then there's, like, the... I don't... Like, I'm, I'm going to spoil it. I don't know. It's uh the driver. They, they, they're, like, in the intersection. Oh. Was yeah. that a Frankenstein thing? Yeah. Well, like, he's dressed as Frankenstein's monster. She's dressed as oh, Frankenstein's bride. Right. Okay. So, that is that, that would have If you said, like, the intersection thing, I would have gotten it. Okay, that's I was I, thinking of, like, a legit Frankenstein. I, I just... Think. That picture of her, like... Like, that's what I think of when I think of ABC's of Death 2. So. Is that what you think of when you think of ABC's of Death 2? I don't 2? remember uh... 2 at all. So, yeah, that's the one bit I remember. 
What do you um, think of uh, ABCs of Death One? What's the what's the first? I think uh, I'm having to close my curtains because of what was on the screen. <laughs> what was the what was the first segment uh, that comes to mind? Uh, the first one that comes to mind is the furry one. <laughs> is it really the furry one? <laughs> yes, because that was when I closed my windows. I'm like, dude, I can't have anyone see this. <laughs> I just I thought it was gonna be L. I thought it was gonna. Well, that one's rough. <laughs> Before I had seen it, that would be the one I'd think of. Right. Because you had told me about the movie pretty much in detail from beginning to end. I mean, how could you not, you know? It's a wild one. How else are you going to get someone to watch it without uh, describing it exactly? I guess, man. So, anyway... Um, continue. So that that's the plot of the movie, I believe. So, and then, of course, you've got the townsfolk who are like, I guess... It's implied that like the the um, darkness underneath the house mm-hmm. uh, was not satiated one of the thirty years and wreak havoc on the town. So now they're like, we got to keep people in that house so the house can eat them. Okay. And so then the townspeople come into the house and get absolutely demolished and like completely out of left field like there was like gore up to that point but not like that like that's it's like oh my god all right well that like head crushed thing yeah again. like that that was then, great yeah. like so like so much blood spotter in this movie you're like oh my god um it's good though because like you, you know it has the indie horror vibes but not all of them go that uh right that hard with it the uh, and a lot of them now uh just kind of they they've bank on the themes and all that and uh it gets boring towards the end but not this one you know kudos to it yeah yeah true it 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 definitely has its own vision or i mean the director obviously had the vision and then follows it through all the way and does not the only time it ever like i don't even want to say pulls its punches but like doesn't show is when you're like they clearly didn't have the budget to show this like when the guy gets pulled underneath the table and even when he does get pulled underneath the table blood goes flying out from underneath so like they had you know they still they still go for it but so were you aware that this was the same guy who wrote satanic panic i was not I was I was looking at the director's filmography. So yeah, two things. He did he was the writer of Satanic Panic. That's a so banger. that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, that's very a, similar vibes. This guy rules. <laughs> Didn't direct that one. But he did direct Mohawk, which I have seen. I mm-hmm. did not know that was the same director. Mm-hmm. Did which, you like Mohawk? Not really. Okay. Okay. It like it has such a like it had such a good hook. But mm-hmm. then you watch it and you're like, this is just so boring. Mm-hmm. You're like, and I think a lot of that was also, that was very low budget and they just did not have the budget to do anything uh, with the, because uh, that one's like a period piece in the uh, right. 1700s or whatever. Uh. So speaking of that, yeah, this is just going to be out of left field again. Yeah. Watching the most recent Pet Cemetery and they do that like flashback scene. Yeah. I'm like, why don't they just set more horror movies in like olden times? Um, that's like a, that's an interesting time. You f- you feel like like prey might start that. Yeah, hope might start prey was that so kind good. of. Uh, you would think, but I don't I don't know. It, I guess it remains to be seen what the kind of cultural impact of that would be. True. I think for a while they were talking about the. I don't think this is what the premise is anymore. But I think for a while, Final Destination Six was going to be like uh, olden days, like kind of thing. That would have been very cool. I would have I would have vibed with that. 
Um, where like the big uh, the big cataclysm at like the start of the movie was gonna be like a shipwreck kind of thing uh, of like settlers. Uh, <laughs> no, like older than that, but that would be funny if it was like just set on the Titanic. <laughs> so, now, so many movies have to figure out a tragedy happened. How do we explain it? Oh no, the Titanic! <laughs> Shots fired at J.K. Rowling on that one. Yeah. It's honestly, and it's even wild that, like, that plot point's only the second worst thing she's done. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I just, this is gonna be so, we gotta focus on the movie. We've got to focus on the movie. Right. We don't want to go down different roads. Yeah. Um, he also directed another movie that came out this year, and I kind of am interested in watching it Did now. that one come out this year? Just did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've heard of this one. Was this, like, a Shudder thing? Yes, yeah. it's on Shudder. Yeah. So I'd be interested in watching that. Larry Fessenden, that's the mustache guy. He's in that one as well. So interested to uh, give that one a try at some right. point. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it very much is a, up until the end, a very, like you said, there's the acting that is unique. But other than that, it's a very play-by-the-book, like, haunted house movie up until that point. And so, it's hard to have, like, a ton to talk about, because if you've seen a spooky haunted house movie, it's pretty much that up until, like, the last 30 minutes, I'd say. And then you're like, okay, now we're, like, hitting it. And that's what makes the movie work, I think. Because otherwise, if it was just that, and it was, like, a normal haunted house ending to this as well I don't think I'd enjoy it very much I think I'd be looking at like a tour maybe what do you mean like by that. normal haunted house ending though you know like um like a face didn't get caved in in front of our very eyes you know like they just get some uh, some priest and uh, splash some holy water and uh, call it good. Uh, well, have you seen The Exorcist Believer? <laughs> I wish I hadn't. Well, it's like it'd be like if it ended like that. Well, probably better than how it did end. I'm so lost. No, I'm I'm saying that if this movie ended like Exorcist Believer, oh, then yeah. I would say yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you would say it's a good movie. I, <laughs> yep. With like the what was it like the the fog like oh mist my god oh my god in the, like what was that I, I, they don't even explain it in the movie <laughs> like I don't I just don't even understand where that came from like if, maybe that, if that was like set up earlier or something but it just felt like David Gordon Green being like how do I symbolize like the balance of light and darkness uh, but it's like of, not even nothing changes after they do that. It's not like yeah. that's like the demon getting sent out of them. It's just yeah. some weird thing that happens. Well, it seems like it was like part of the demon. You know, like he just kind of... <laughs> he split them up. <laughs> like even the... They chopped them up. Yeah. You just... You piecemeal it. Mm. None of them were exorcists. They didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> we can't... We can't dive into exorcist <laughs> believer. I don't remember what happened in this movie. I just, I just watched it. The only I remember is the socks and the seance, and like they go to the restaurant, and uh, everyone's looking at them like yeah. weird small town vibes. Uh. That dude gives me such Kenneth Copeland energy. <laughs> the old man. I don't. I think that I might be the third time. Kenneth this might be is? like the second time I've brought up Kenneth Copeland on this show. Do in the I know last who that he weeks. is? He is a he's one of the like prosperity gospel preacher guys. Um, but he is, um, 
Like, he's, like, very much, like, mega church preacher. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's the dude who said that uh, <laughs> the reason he God needs him to have a private jet is so that he doesn't get into a long tube filled with demons. <laughs> also known as flying coach, apparently. <laughs> So, gotcha. Yeah, so he, I'll show you a video of him after this, but they have like literally the same energy, and I'm like, was that what he was going for? Unclear. Um, you know, good 70s vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, though, <laughs> I, like again, there's just not much to say about We Are Still Here. It's, it's very much a vibe type movie. It'd be like if we tried to do a full podcast. Not to, quite to this extent, of course, about Skin of a Rink. There's nothing to say for a full podcast about Skin of a Rink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the, it's, it's very much the vibes you're in, and then wild things happen. We talked about the plot. We tried to piece the plot together. What else do you want? <laughs> like, what else do you want from me? If on we this were talking one? about Skin of a Rink, I would just go off on, like, Legos for, like, 20 minutes. Uh, True. I've read that review. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a wild one. It bugged me the entire... That's all I could think of. I, and the worst thing is... Yeah. Is I had the same thought, but I didn't know. You, <laughs> you know? I saw that remover piece, and I'm yeah. like, I don't remember having one of there, those There's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we would have loved to have those as kids, you Right. Know? That would have been nice. That would have, that would have been preferred. It saved us so many fingernails. I don't know. I don't remember, like, ripping fingernails off, <laughs> but hey, you know... You weren't doing Legos right, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> you weren't putting the flat piece on the flat piece, and then... Uh... Right, you, that's true. I was very much following the instructions. <laughs> I was one of those people. <laughs> well, here, we can try to do that with this movie. What about it? That's, uh, that furnace, uh, this... They said this house was made in the 1800s, and yet that furnace looks uh, weirdly modern. In fact, that model was from 1904. Uh, actually came over on the Titanic, if I remember correctly, which was not in 1904. So, actually, wait a minute. I mean, you're not that far off. I think it's 1912, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. I was going to look it up, but we've, we're the experts. It was 1912. That's right. Why no, I agree. <laughs> I'm saying we're the experts. You don't experts. have to agree. It's a fact. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're the experts. This is the truth. Uh, I, I think. But like, the baby on the Titanic was born in 1904. True. <laughs> Dumbledore's cousin. I don't remember what happens in that movie. Um. I think maybe the only thing that I'm like, this maybe goes a little bit too far, and maybe not, but, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, it's kind of a weird bit. When he comes into the restaurant and just shoots the girl who answers the door, I'm like, what was that about? (laughs) That was weird, yeah. (laughs) They try to be, like, instantly like, he's a bad guy, and it's like, you could have (laughs) just done that when he shoots the friend, like, instantly. Um... Yeah, it's a weird vibe, especially because, like, she's from that town, too, you know? Yeah. She had a vested interest in this. Why'd you kill her? Yeah, she wasn't even, like, sounding the alarm or whatever. I don't even know what uh, that scene was about, to be honest. No, I mean, like, that's when they explain that, like, the house is alive or whatever. Right. Um, But, yeah, it's a very weird that he just kills that girl. I'm like, oh, okay. Weird. And he kills his wife. She tried to get him on a long tube filled with demons. And he said, not on my watch, woman. 
He has like the same vibe. <laughs> it's straight up like one of those like TV like mega church pastor vibes. Where his wife tries talking, he's like, "You shut the hell up, woman." You know how they do. <laughs> Have you never seen these videos? I'm gonna have to find these videos for you. I don't think you should. <laughs> Very much the the like, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what else do I need to get? <laughs> what else has this cast been in anything else beyond Mustache Guy? Because uh, she's been in a oh, bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was lots of '80s stuff. Okay. Yeah, uh, she was in Year Next as well. Oh, she was in Puppet Master, The Littlest Strike. So, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel like I do remember that. Um, yeah, other than that... The Chopping Mall, the classic. I mean, Lisa Marie, she's been in stuff. They were both in Lords of Salem. Sure. You can watch Lords of Salem. You love Rob Zombie. Yeah, I love him. He's great. That's probably his best one. That's what I hear, honestly, though. I probably should give it a try, just to be like, what's a good Rob Zombie movie look like? <laughs> if, you're going to, if you were going to watch any Rob Zombie movie, make it that one. Mm. Like, that's the one that, because I feel like what's holding you back is, uh, is less present in that one than in any okay. of his other films, you know? Okay. Okay. That's fair. I just, uh, you know, the, like, really gritty horror stuff is not my thing. And I feel like that's what he usually skews towards. In most of his other ones, yes. Okay, But yeah, yeah. that one's that one's different. Okay. All right. Well, I'd be willing to give it a try. You might like that one. It It's pretty good. Maybe next year for your, uh... Maybe. List, uh, if, if you get so desperate, uh... <laughs> run out of things to watch, uh. You know, I, I feel like I did such a good job picking out movies I, I knew I'd like this year mm -hmm. that I just didn't really have many bad ones. I mean, we're not done yet, but like Winnie the Pooh was a one that I added out of pure desperation because the others wasn't on anything. I think you secretly wanted to watch Winnie the Pooh. Well, I did want to watch it, yeah. <laughs> but like it wasn't like meant to be on there from the beginning. And then... Pet Cemetery, right? Um, which like I had to watch because it was a new movie. Like that's whatever the new movies are for the year. I like to throw those in there. Yeah, and it was awful, but like, yeah, it was bad. And that was two. That was two movies. It was awful, but yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like, listen, I don't want to be mean. <laughs> you know, it's one of those movies where like I just don't know. I think it literally only went wrong from the very conceptual standpoint. I feel like everyone involved could have made a decent movie, but they just were, like, forced to make a movie that had nothing to say and nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, I, it's one of those problems where they're just essentially taking a, a, like, backstory, like, side tangent in the book that lasts a couple pages and trying to stretch that out into 80 minutes and, uh... Yeah. Failing. Absolutely. Then The Haunting on Potter Street... Little local legend, right? Uh, one of honestly his best one. It's I, it's a pretty solid one. I, I will forever love the one where he forgets to add a clip into the final cut of the movie. But that one's also like 129 minutes long. Yes, this one's short, sweet, and ends in the weirdest way possible. I'm like, this is nuts. He lost his mind on this. They one. should have ended it there. That would be so hype. Like end it there and just like <laughs> died. Like do like the Blair Witch people and just like disappear for like a year and uh, everyone you know release the movie and no one uh, sees you. Uh. I, like look, I love Shippy. He could not sell that acting wise. Like he's getting murdered by this ghost <laughs> like there's no way he could sell that 
oh no, <laughs> the ghost is coming right at me. Um, but then it's been three bangers after mm-hmm. that with Cherry Falls and Cursed and Behind the Mask. I've all recommendations from me. I've really loved all three of those. So, yeah, I all mean, films I bought the Shout Factory Blu-ray uh, of, and uh, yeah, true, true. It was fun to be able to share those with someone because uh, yeah, those ones are all really good uh, twists on stuff. I even Cursed I liked a lot better the second time I watched it. Uh. Yeah, Cursed is absolutely going to be a, a guilty pleasure of mine. That's going to be cuz it's like so light too. Like it's not it's lighter than Scream, I would say. Like yeah. straight up. Like it's just it's more of a goofy comedy and I, you more know, like enjoy Scream that. 3. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but hey, we're gonna keep that good streak coming with these next two movies too. I mean, Jack Frost. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh no, I forgot we we're gonna see Five Nights at Freddy's before Killers of the Flowers Moon. Aren't yeah, we? yeah, we are. It's yeah. what Scorsese would want. True. <laughs> I talk about him like he's dead. Listen, how's he gonna promote cinema and then uh, not true and not Five have us see Five Nights at Freddy's? Have we gotten early reviews for that yet? I don't know. I haven't seen. It's time to find out. There's early um, tracking though, and it is it's like going to open to like 50 million. They think, despite the day and date Peacock uh, release. So. The Five Nights at Freddy's community is insane. It's so big. It like, must they, be. Uh. I, like I, I can't believe you're acting like you don't know. <laughs> you, you didn't spend time on YouTube around the same time I did. I guess the thing is, I was not expecting it to do that well. I kept telling, uh, like I, I kept saying to you, I was like, I feel like it's not going to do well because people are just going to pirate it. Right. Since it's- no, it's people. People go hard for Five Nights at Freddy's. Like there's like 17 games now. <laughs> like people are buying them. They're paying for them. Um, let's see. Does it have any reviews out? It does not yet. That's always a good sign. Um, yeah. But then, honestly, yeah, we've got The Others. We've got Renfield, Cowboy Bebop, Alice Sweet Alice, and then New Nightmare. So, I'm excited to watch the rest of these, even though... Listen. I Jack Frost is, has been a curiosity of mine since I was a kid. So, I, I've got to just finally nail that demon. You know, get it out of my life suppose <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll never have to think about it again even Until though you i watch jack frost 2 there's not two of them yeah there are how many of these did they make two here? okay unless you count the michael keaton one is like part of the universe hmm do you what do you count the michael keaton one yes okay and there's three. There's three. I've seen that one already, though. This Have is you actually, really? Yeah, I've seen the Jack. Oh, the, I, I haven't seen either. Oh, really? No. Oh, yeah. The Michael Keaton one was a banger back in the day. Like that's a good one. He throws the uh, snowballs really fast. I bet. He, I bet the, in this Jack Frost, he also throws snowballs really fast. I bet like, he does a lot more than that. <laughs> well, anyway, those are the movies we've. I've been watching. Aaron's been watching too. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've, I've been happy with this year of 31 Days of Halloween. Like I said, I've watched some good movies. i got to catch up on some reviews and stuff. Unfortunately, I fell behind. I just haven't ever really caught up. Um, I'm going to write some tonight and film some TikToks tomorrow morning and just try to get caught up a little bit. The thing is with the TikToks, when they come out, they come out. <laughs> you know, I hope to have them all out by Halloween, but at this point, I'm so far behind on the TikToks, and they take so much longer to edit and stuff. They shouldn't take so long, but I am too weird about it. Right. 
It's TikTok. Nobody cares. True. But if there's any consolation, the Skinamarink one is the last one I've uploaded, and that one has been getting a lot more views because of it. People come back and watch that one. So go watch Skinamarink. Number two movie of 31 Days of Halloween. I'm going to say it right now. Like, it's... I, I will never forget that movie, ever. Um, so, yeah. Where are we putting this on the list? Oh, God, we I forgot to, about that little... You went so right, right into the... Yeah, uh, I went right into the end. I was like, all right, and we done. <laughs> this this one's a mess. <laughs> yeah, this is a messy is a episode, but it's got to be an interesting one to listen to at the I don't, very I don't least. know if it is. I didn't have any coherent thoughts on this one. <laughs> listen, I, I tried to do what I can to... To help us here. Oh, last broadcast is at the bottom. I gotta fix that. That's not where it goes. Um, okay, so I'm gonna put this fifteenth. Okay. Um, behind four Christmases. Okay. Ahead of the Lazarus effect. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me get it in the list here, and I'll kind of work through it. Uh, Alright, so it's better than Sucker Punch, for sure. Better than Phoenix for God and Apollo 18, Shaggy Dog, Forest, Dark Shadows, Grown Ups, Dark Skies, Escape from Tomorrow, Lazarus Effect, Fantastic Beast, Crimes of Grindelwald, Orphan. Uh, man. I'm gonna put it right above Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which sounds meaner than it is, but I think this list is very much divided into movies I like and movies I don't like, so... <laughs> and Hansel and Gretel, that's on the, uh... It's, that's it's, on the lake side, right? Yeah, definitely. I There are good bits to Hansel and Gretel way more than I would have ever remembered, but, yeah. So that's 27 movies from my list so far. I forgot that I only gave Hans and Gretel two stars. I, I feel like it deserves better. You gotta remember the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I um, gave it two stars and a like, to be honest. But, yeah, uh, well, me too. It's an enjoyable time. <clears throat> anyway, that's uh, that's this year's list of Halloween movies for uh, Gateways to Cinema. Mm-hmm. Do we continue this? Do we keep do we keep the momentum going? We can try. We can we can certainly try. Like, what's the worst that could happen if we I, just try? I think uh, not next week, because next Tuesday is going to be Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the week after that, let's return to my list. Yes. Let's finally watch A Few Good yes. Men. Yes, I think that is absolutely <laughs> what we need to do. Yes, I agree. I was going to say, we got we to gotta start with we, A Few Good we Men. We got to watch A Few Good Men. At this <laughs> we point, it's almost it a like good three meme. Times. <laughs> it's almost like a really funny meme to me now. <laughs> That we just never watch it, but it is a movie I really do want to watch. So I've gotta, I've gotta set the meme aside. We gotta put the bit to, 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 we gotta bite the bit in the butt and put it to bed. Yeah. Anyway, have a good rest of your Halloween, uh, ghouls and goblins.